us. Heavenly Father, we thank you for how you touched our bodies, how you raised us up, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. And we give you all the praise and all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' holy name, amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God. Our scripture. Praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Our scripture will be taking scripture reading will be taken from the book of Psalm 97, verse 1 to 6. Psalm 97, 1 to 6. Multitude of eyes be glad, clouds and darkness surround him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. A fire goes before him and burns off his enemies round about. His lightnings light the world, the earth sees and trembles, the mountains melt like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens declare his righteousness, and all the peoples see his glory. May the Lord bless the hearing of his word and the reading of his word to our spirit, soul, and body in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord and happy new year. Azusa International, Four Square Gospel Church, guests and family. We want to welcome you today on behalf of our Pastor Nelson, Pastor Dobby and the Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Family. If you're joining us today via Zoom, conference line, Facebook, or even YouTube, we say welcome. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church is a branch of the Foursquare International Church, where we serve Jesus Christ, who is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Our ministry is missional. So we are outside of the four walls, and if you find yourself seeking a church home, where you'll be given the opportunity to utilize your gifts, talents, and abilities to the glory of God. Please consider Azusa. We have various ministries. We have our prayer ministry, health and wellness, women's veterans, grief and loss, youth, next gen, homeless, and benevolence. Please be compelled to share with someone and to be active as we have already crossed over into 2022. We ask that you would join us for 30 minutes of powerful midday prayer, Monday through Friday, from 11.30 a.m. to 12 noon. We continue in prayer to bombard the heavens for our petitions, not just for ourselves, our families, our communities, but the world in its entirety. On Wednesday morning, join us for our interactive Bible study. We are currently in the book of Acts, and we start at 6 a.m., bright and early, to 7 a.m. as we feast on the word of God and hear what the Lord has to say and give you the opportunity to exercise your thoughts and what the Lord may be saying to you through his holy scriptures. On Friday night, we have our interactive Bible study 
from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. weekly, another opportunity to dive into the Word of God and allow the scriptures to speak to us individually and collectively as a body. Our sweet hour of prayer every Saturday evening from 6 to 7 p.m. Yet another opportunity to render prayer and to seek the face of God on various issues that concern you, your family, community, and again, the world overall. Tuesdays and Fridays continue to be our corporate fast days. And again, we ask that you would be led by the Holy Spirit for the details that are suitable to your fasting needs. Our mission Sundays and Friday family and friends days are dedicated to every third Sunday. Please share with someone, invite someone, and share what Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church is not just doing on U.S. soil, but across the globe. Through our partnerships with our dear brothers and sisters who are on the mission field in Sierra Leone, Nigeria, the Bahamas, India, Haiti, Kenya, Pakistan, Cuba, Mexico, and just recently, domestically, Alaska has joined. So if you, or if you know of someone who has been called by God, to the mission field, please contact Pastor Benjamin Nelson for more details in serving in that capacity. We want to also remind you that February 2022, we will launch the 13 se session cycle of Grief Share. And these sessions will be available on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 11.30 a.m. The date will be confirmed and posted, but I believe we're looking at uh, February the 13th. You can register at griefshare.org, purchase your workbook titled Journey to Joy, and this will include exercises that the participants follow along with the video, and then thereafter there is discussion. Again, griefshare.org to serve those who are struggling and need help as they journey through their cycle of grief. Please be mindful to render your tithes and offerings unto the Lord and to support the ministry and other ministerial works, where we, again, at large, engage with community and intentionally engage uh, for spiritual needs as well as natural needs. If you wish to continue or uh, wish to uh, start, you can send your tithes and offerings to our cash app tag, which is dollar sign 1906 Azusa. Again, our cash tag is dollar sign 1906 Azusa. Azusa International Foursquare Gospel Church are closing out and reconciling the 2021 final expenses. And we want to collectively thank you for all of your financial contributions, your continued commitment, your times, gift, and then the service that you have rendered. Please be sure to designate where you wish to have your funds allocated, whether it's ties, youth department, missions, general offering, etc. Let us govern ourselves accordingly. Again, we say, welcome, happy new year, and enjoy our worship. God bless you. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Do we have our statement of faith changed from the declaration to the statement of faith? Hallelujah. Amen. We're going to uh, read it responsibly. 
I will read the first, you will read the second, and so on, and we'll read the last one together. Amen. Azusa International Four Square Gospel Church. We believe the Bible is God's inspired word. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17. The eternal Godhead, we believe, is triune. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Second Corinthians 13 and 14. The fall of man. We believe that man was created in the image of God, but that by voluntary disobedience, he fell from perfection. Romans 5 and 12. The plan, plan of, of salvation. salvation. We believe, we believe that, that while we were yet, yet sinners, Christ died, died for us, signing the pardon of all who believe on him. John 3.16, Romans 5 and 8. Salvation through grace. We believe that we have no righteousness and must come to God pleading the righteousness of Christ, Ephesians 2 and 8. Repentance and acceptance. We believe that upon sincere repentance and a wholehearted acceptance of Christ, we are justified before God. First John, one and nine. Not the last yet. We believe change which takes place in the heart and life at conversion is a very real one. Second Corinthians five seventeen. Galatians two. Amen. Daily Christian living. We believe that is the will of God that we be sanctified daily, growing constantly in the faith. In the constant faith. Hebrews 6 and 1. Baptism and the Lord's Supper. We believe that baptism by immersion is an outward sign of an inward work. Matthew 28, 19, we believe in the commemoration of the Lord's Supper by the symbolic use of the bread and juice of the vine. Second Corinthians, First Corinthians 11, 24, 25. Baptism with the Holy Spirit we believe that the baptism with the Holy Spirit is to endue the believer with power, and that his incoming is after the same manner as in Bible days. Acts 2 and 4. Okay, and last one together. The, the Spirit-filled life, we believe, we believe that, that it, it is the will of God that, that we walk in the Spirit, spirit daily. daily. Ephesians 4, 
30 and 32. Amen. 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 Praise God. All right. Ready to worship. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Uh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear. I'm having a little technical issue here, but it is well. Praise the Lord.
I know some are not feeling well right now, but I pray God's blessing. I pray God's healing power upon your life. I pray God will raise you up and give you a testimony. I thank God for you uh, pushing and pressing your way. I know how you feel. Last night I was tossing and turning all night. Amen. Fighting the flu myself. But God has given me victory. And God has given me uh, a way out. Amen. I'm so grateful to God. Amen. I'm feeling very well this morning. Amen. And I thank God for all of you. Amen. Happy New Year to all of you. We are so grateful that we are here. Amen. In 2022. And we encourage you to hold the line, to keep going, to keep doing what you've been doing. Amen. Pressing in. Amen. And understand that God is with us and he is more than the world against us. Amen. Uh, we are so grateful for each and every one of you. I want to give a shout out to someone that always supporting us and uh, always there for us. Amen. And we just made her honorary member. And that's uh, Mama CJ. And I want to say thank you, Mama CJ, for your great support. Just, I tell you, I just like seeing all of you. Amen. When I don't see you, amen, a picture of you, amen, uh, I, I don't feel too good, amen, but I love to see you, amen. That's an encouragement to me, amen. And I thank God for you. I thank God for all of you. All right. We're going to go into the word on this morning. And we're going to talk about one word. Uh, I guess you can say two words. Amen. And that one word is discipline. Discipline. And then self-discipline. Amen. And these are two key words, amen, in our life that we must be very disciplined, amen, uh, not only disciplined, but we need to be self-disciplined, amen, we need to be able to control ourselves, we need to, you know, some people, uh, they don't need a whole lot of discipline because they have self-discipline amen you don't have to tell them they push themselves they encourage themselves they they have the discipline to get up and go and to do amen even when they don't feel like it amen it's just a thing that they have amen and let's go to uh, the book of Corinthians, First Corinthians, the ninth chapter. Amen. It's so important that we have discipline. We that we be disciplined. Amen. It's so important. It's easy just to fly by the seat of our pants, and, and but we have to be 
disciplined people. Amen. Nine. First uh, Corinthians 9 chapter and the 27th verse. It says, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection. That's what we're speaking of. When we're speaking of discipline, that's meaning that you must bring your body into subjection. Amen. Your body craves many things. Your body, sometimes you get lazy you don't want to do but you got to discipline yourself you got to be in control of yourself and not let yourself control you amen as it said my body and bring it into subjection bring it into subjection you can't give it everything it wants <laughs> Amen. Amen. Least when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. We must have a standard of holiness. We must be disciplined in our walk. We must be disciplined in our talk. We cannot just say anything. We cannot just do anything. Amen. We must be self-disciplined. Amen. How do you know that when you are not in control of yourself? You're out of control. If you have an attitude your attitude tells you. If you acting out, if you have a spirit of anger, you need to bring it down. You need to bring it in. You need to bring your body into subjection. You can't just let yourself do anything, say anything, and carry yourself in a certain way. Amen. Let's go to uh, Romans. The book of Romans. Hallelujah. Romans, the seventh chapter. See, one thing about this self-discipline, you have to be in control of yourself. You have to know yourself. Now, even before we go to Romans 7, Romans 12 and 1 tells us, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercy of God, that you present, that you present your body as a living sacrifice. And present your body as a living sacrifice. Amen. Unto God, which is your reasonable service. 
One thing about presenting your bodies as a living sacrifice on that altar, many times we have the tendency of groaning off the altar. The old man must die. We must stay on the altar. We must discipline ourselves. Amen. Not to crawl off the altar. Stay on the altar. Bring your bodies into subjection. Learn to be in control of your body and not let your body be in control of you. Let's look at Romans, the seventh chapter. Seventh chapter and the 19th verse says, for the good, I'm about to start at the 18th verse. It says, for I know that in me, that is in me. I don't care how well you think you look. I don't care what you have on the wall. Amen. But listen what this verse says, the 18th verse. For I know that in me, that's in my body, nothing good dwells for to will is present with me, but how to perform what is good, I do not, do not find. In other words, we have to be in control of our flesh, in control of ourselves. Amen. We must discipline. We must die daily. We must crucify the old man. We must stay on the altar. We must be self-disciplined because if we not self-disciplined God will discipline us God will discipline us hold that point there going back to Corinthians right quick going back to Corinthians let me show you first Corinthians 11. <clears throat> First Corinthians 11 and 32 is this. But when we are judged, but when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord. That we may not be condemned with the world. Amen. In other words, God will deal with us. God will chastise us. God will discipline us. Amen. Let me go back up to the 30th and 31st verse. For this reason, many are weak 
and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, if we would self-discipline ourselves, we would not be judged. All right, let's go back to Romans. You are to self-discipline yourself. Take control of yourself. Romans 7 and the 18th verse. It says this. As I was reading the 18th verse, it said, but uh, 19th verse now. For the good that I will will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do that I practice. In other words, in your flesh dwells no good thing. You must die daily. You must keep your flesh on the altar. You must discipline yourself. It's so easy to get out of control. It's so easy to snap at somebody. It's so easy to give people a piece of your mind. But you've got to learn to control yourself. Discipline yourself. Self-discipline. Though God will judge you. And God will chastise you. We want our children to become self-disciplined. If we they are self-disciplined, we don't have to discipline them. Amen. I've always told these son to say, I said, initiative and self-discipline is two key factors in life. You must learn to have initiative. And you learn to, and you also have to be self-disciplined. Don't wait for somebody to tell you. When you know what to do, do it. Amen. Reading on. See, because in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. We got to learn to control ourselves by putting our flesh on the altar. According to Romans 12 and 1, present our bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is our reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world. See, it's so easy to get out into the world and act like the world, talk like the world. And you're not even aware how you conducting yourself. We have a standard, and our standard is holiness. We can't act like the world. We can't do like the world. We must use self-discipline. But if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. 
we have to control this. We have to die daily. Amen. We have to die daily. Romans 8 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. We have to discipline ourselves that we may walk circumspectly right before God, live a life that is pleasing to God. We are no more our own, but we are bought with for Christ. We are to live a life that is pleasing to God. But you know, in my in our flesh, you say, in my flesh, what is no good thing? In my flesh, I want to act out. In my flesh, I, I want to talk and jump. In my flesh, I want to do this and do that. But we must control ourselves. Amen. We must control ourselves. Romans. 20, going to the 25th verse. It says, I find then a law that evil is present with me. The, the one who will to do good. I want to do good, but it's in my flesh. I'm allowing my flesh. I have not brought my flesh under subjection. I'm, I believe it's okay. I give my flesh what it wants. Do you know you cannot give your flesh everything it wants? Your flesh craves. And everything good to you isn't good for you. So therefore, you got to know when to say no. You got to know when to tell yourself. You got to have no self-talk. No, you're not going to get out here and cut up on me. You're not going to fight unseemly. <laughs> your flesh will cut up. You know your flesh will cut up. <laughs> you're supposed to die daily. And many you're not dead. The flesh acts out. <laughs> Amen. 23rd, 22nd verse said, For I delight in the law of God, according to the inward man, according to the inward man, according to the inward man, it's not that 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 goes into a man, but that that comes out, what's in you will come out. The abundance of a, of a man's heart, the issues of life flow. You've got to discipline yourself. Take control of yourself. Though God will, the Bible says, whom the Lord loveth, he chastens. Amen. You don't want to fall into the hands of an angry God. You want to discipline yourself. When you know to do right, that is what you want to do. I don't care what the flesh wants to do. How many of you told your flesh no? I have. I told myself no many times. 
Because that flesh will rise up. But I see another law in my members. Warring. There's a war going on. There's the spirit against the flesh and the flesh against the spirit. Everything that I desire to do, I do not. And that is not detrimental. And that that is detrimental to my spiritual well-being, I end up giving into it because it appeases my flesh. But I see another law in my memory, one against the law of my mind. When Romans 12 and 2 tells us, and be ye transformed by the renewing of my mind. Amen. The only way we can bring our flesh under subjection is that we have to have the power of an elevated mind. Renew our mind through the word of God. The law of my mind. Amen. And bringing me into captivity. You hear that? And bringing me into captivity. Bringing me into subjection, bringing me in control in my life to the law of sin, which is in my members. I'm not going to allow sin to reign in my body. I'm not going to give in to sin. I'm not going to give in to negative. I'm not going to give in to evil desires. Hello, somebody. <clears throat> I'm not going to do it. I'm not. I'm going to mortify the deeds of my flesh. And I'm telling you, and if walls could talk, they would tell the story. So then, with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. You hear that? With him. By being obedient to God's word. Amen. Being obedient to God's word. But with the flesh, the law of sin. The flesh won't give in to sin. We act out. You know some of y'all can cut up. Some of you can cut up. Thank God. For, and, and the sad thing about it, what happens is, is that what, what goes on is people off the restraints. And they just act ugly. Hello? <laughs> you think it's skin deep and ugly is to the bone. <laughs> I don't like ugly. No, Amen. We got to... We got to stay on the altar. We got to get on the altar. When you find yourself, let me tell you, some of the key things, when you find yourself acting out, that's the time you need to be praying. When, when, when you snapping at people, you need to go back to repent and you need to be praying. Amen. 
my kids used to tell me, Dad, you you you, you need to go pray. But sometimes, you know, when you don't eat and all that, you get a little grouchy. You know, we got to discipline ourselves. And one of the methods in helping us to discipline ourselves is prayer. Bringing our flesh under seduction. Amen. Let's go to First Peter. First Peter. Four. I tell you, I really wrestled last night. I tell you, uh, tossing and turning all night. But God brought me out of that. I didn't think I was going to be feeling good. But I'm here. Amen. Amen. First Peter 4. First Peter 4. And the seventh verse says this. But the end of all things is at hand. Listen, because there's no time to throw off restraints. It's time to hold the line. It's time to do right, even when everybody else is doing wrong. Amen. Therefore, you have to be careful of the company that you keep. You got to keep a communication with the rough, good manners. If you hang with the wrong people and all that before you know you begin to act like the wrong people. You need to control yourself. You, When everybody is saying, do this, do that, you need to say no. Mm-hmm. Self-discipline. See, because that's why they say you make your bed hard, you lay in it. Amen. Then they say, a soft, a soft, a hard head makes a soft behind. In other words, you're going to pay for it. You're going to reap it. And if you don't want to reap it, don't sow it. Amen. First Peter 4, 7 said, But the end of all things is at hand. Can't you see? What's going on in our world now? Jesus is soon to come. It's that hand. Therefore, be serious and watchful in your prayers. Amen. Be serious and watchful. That calls for discipline. That calls for discipline. To pray. Pray earnestly. Pray without ceasing. Pray when you don't feel like it. That calls for some discipline. To stay there until you hear from God. That calls for some discipline. Because the flesh will tell you you can get up. There's no need for you. When you should be praying, you don't went to sleep. You got to discipline yourself. 
Second Timothy one and seven. We'll go there first. One and seven said, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, power where we can control ourselves. Where we can put our flesh in check, become subject, amen, but a power and a love and a sound and of a sound and of a sound mind. The Bible says, let this mind be in you that is also in Christ Jesus. We have to put on the mind of Christ in order to overcome obstacles, to overcome the powers to, that be, we have to learn to control. You got to control your mind. Amen. A sound mind. Somebody who has a sound mind is a very disciplined person. self-disciplined person because they know what to do they know how to do they don't need nobody 
uh, micromanaging them. They are very well disciplined. They know. That's why and you can see, you can tell by when many people who are in school, there are some students, they don't even have to mess around because they are very disciplined with their academics. They get their homework, they get their assignment, they go for tutoring, they go, they, they could be out there playing and messing around and want to enjoy this and that for a season, but they are disciplined, self-disciplined. Nobody has to tell them. When everybody else going one way, they realize that, hey, I'm sorry. I got to do my work. I got to do this. I got to do that. See, because they realize if you're not disciplined, there will be a there will be consequences. God will deal with you. God will judge you. Amen. It's better for you to bring your flesh under subjection. Get yourself in order. Discipline, self-discipline. All right. Let's go to sound mind, a sound mind. Whoa. That is somebody who's very disciplined. They're very well disciplined. They, they burn the midnight oil. They don't procrastinate. I can't stand procrastination. Somebody should say amen. Uh, You've got to be a person who's disciplined is not a person that procrastinates a whole lot. Or put off for tomorrow. What should be done today? Amen. 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 Uh, somebody who's in the right mind, well, mind. <laughs> Let's go to Second Timothy two fifteen. Two and fifteen. Hallelujah. Two, I, I read the 14th verse, and then I read the 15. Remember them of these things. Remind them of these things. Charging them before the Lord not to strive about words to no profit. Don't waste your time with words that does not profit you to the ruin of the hearers. 15 verse. Be diligently. Be disciplined. Self-disciplined. 
present. Listen what it said. Be disciplined. Be diligent to present yourself and prove to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed. A person who is not, oh, come on. A person who is not disciplined, self-disciplined, they embarrass themselves. They shame themselves. Because they, they put on and they mess around and they rest and, and, and they don't do what they're supposed to do. They end up embarrassing themselves. Approve to God a worker who does not need to be ashamed because you're very well disciplined. You don't have to be embarrassed. You don't have to be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You discipline in the things of God, in the word of God. Amen. Last verse. Let's go to Proverbs. Let's go to Proverbs. Hallelujah. This is the last verse. Uh, I hope I don't put nobody to sleep. Okay, Proverbs. Proverbs 25. Let's go to Proverbs 25. Discipline. How disciplined are you? How disciplined are you? That's a question for you. Are you disciplined? Are you self-disciplined? Do you practice self-discipline? Uh, are you one that waits to the last minute? Are you one that procrastinates a lot? The biggest room in the world is the room for improvement. So we all have room to work on, to discipline ourselves. Amen. Proverbs 25. Last verse. 25 and 28. <clears throat> whoever <clears throat> whoever has no listen to this whoever has no root over his own spirit you're not disciplined that's what it's saying <laughs> you're not self-disciplined whoever has no root over his own spirit. You have no control. You're out of control. Amen. Over his own spirit is like a city broken down with 
without wall. You are like a city that's broken down without wall. Mm. That's what the Bible says. Because you're not, you're, you're not disciplined. We must be disciplined. Let me tell you. I'm going to share this. I've also that scripture, as I said. What are seven spiritual disciplines? Inward discipline. Meditation, prayer, fasting, and studying. Discipline, inward. Some people has it about themselves in meditating and prayer and fasting and studying. Outward, discipline, simplicity, solitude, submission, service. Corporate discipline, confession, worship, guidance, and celebration. I'm going to give you these seven, seven simple ways to improve your self-discipline. Put your goal where you can see them every day. Write a goal down makes it hard the more real write it down every day visit it makes it more real number two remind yourself why you started that's our discipline because if you don't remind yourself you'll get lost track you before you know it, you didn't drop the ball. Remind yourself why you started. These are seven simple ways to improve your self-discipline. Number three, set small goals first. Amen. Don't try to take the whole the thought. Don't take the whole picture. Just start small and build your way up. Small goals first. Practice. Number four, practice prioritizing. Number five, know your weaknesses. We all have them. Don't bite off more than you can chew. And number six, get friends to hold you accountable. Amen. We are to encourage each other. Even there's means of, right now we are also in a time of 21 day fasting and praying. Amen. We have also devotion, 21 day devotion. We have been putting in the um, group chat. Amen. For 21 days, can, are you disciplined enough? To follow the, the fasting and praying and the study, amen. And uh, then uh, also there are times many people try to read the Bible in a year, read the whole Bible in a year. You have.
have to be disciplined. And, and you have to get with somebody a lot of times to encourage each other to do this. Hold each other accountable. Amen. Self-discipline. Discipline. Put yourself on the altar. Amen. And let God deal with you. Don't get off the altar. When it gets hot, sometimes people want to come off the altar. Stay on the altar. Stay in prayer. Amen. All right, I'm, I'm finished. I am so grateful for each one of you. Amen. Discipline. Self-discipline. Which do you need? You want somebody to discipline you? You want God to discipline you? He already told you what to do. Now, you don't do it. He's going to chastise you. He's going to have to discipline you. And me? I know I didn't like what my mom and dad, how they disciplined me. And I definitely don't want God to have to discipline me. So I'd, so I'd rather just be obedient. <laughs> and walk up right before God. Amen. Alright. Nothing else. I'm done. I thank God for all of you. I do. I feel a whole lot better. Last night I had a rough time. Amen. But I'm here. So it's okay. I'm taking care of myself. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <laughs> taking care of myself. Amen. I am grateful for all of you. Thank God for you. Any any prayer requests? Pastor, before we before we go there, may I, as always, ask that we close out because we don't know um, whether it's going yes. to be personal or not. So maybe close out on YouTube and Facebook. Thank you. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for those who may be on Facebook or YouTube. God, we pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, that you, oh God, will be with us in this 2022. God, help us to be self-disciplined. God, help us to walk right before you. Help us to stay on the altar, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, help us to bring our bodies into seduction. I pray in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for those that are with us. We thank you, God, for what you're about to do in this season of 2022. God, we give you all the glory and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right. You can log out. Recording stopped.